was a lot of friends with some of these women here to uh, bus garage, and they uh, asked her to come. And we came, and it just felt like home. You know, this church was had a lot of the same morals that I was raised on: kindness, good character, and just overall good people. And uh, I was probably in fifth or sixth grade, and uh, I was terrified of storms, man. Not coming to a guy my size, terrified of storms, thunderstorms, wind, whatever I thought might be a tornado. I just, I was terrified. And I uh, told my mom, I said, man, I said, I'm just missing something. I said, I need something. Take this fear away from me. And uh, it was at that moment that I realized I needed Jesus. And uh, my mom and I began to pray. And uh, that's when I accepted Jesus. Came to this church the following Sunday and talked to me. Accepted the Lord of Church. You know, it's, it's been a tough road for me. And in and out. Keep going. I cried for 17 years. Um, but I met Chelsea. She was. Adoption of children by 
Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasures of his will. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us acceptable in the beloved. You know, there in five, he said, We are his adopted children. We're not intruders, we're not guests, we're not stepchildren. We are one of God's children. Amen. If you accept Jesus as your Savior, you become a joint heir in Christ. Amen. Heaven is beginning to you. So read on, it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abundant bounds bound towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mysteries of his will, according to his good pleasures, which he hath proposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance to the redemption of the purchase possession to the praise of his glory. God, like I said, he made the way. We couldn't have done it. We couldn't have earned it. And he tells us how to do that in John chapter 3, verse 16. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He loved us enough that he let us not son hang on a cross and die for us. He went through terrible pain. God could have turned his back on us. But he loved us enough to let his son go through that. And the way that we can say it in Romans, it says, chapter 9, verse 9 says, That if thou shalt confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man liveth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made into salvation. Amen. I thank God for being here today and for those verses. Amen. I, uh, you know, really love this church. I to be here. But I know a lot of them don't know me, but from my grandparents down all the way through. If Jesus came back today, that family circle would not be Amen. Amen. So I'm very thankful for that. I would like to tell everyone where God has brought me from for all of my life, but from 1998 on, the testimony that He put in my heart. And, um, when he brought me to grace and what he has done for me. And in 98, I had been raised in church 
and we got away from it for many years as my adult life. I just went Easter, Christmas, you know, whenever I wanted to go. And um, then I was asked to come several times by a sister here at Grace, and she was relentless. She said to me, I said, I can't come this Sunday. That's when I do my grocery shopping. And she said, Deb, that's Satan on you. You need to come to church. And I had enough church in me to know that she was right. And when I stepped foot in grace, it was about three months before I went to the altar. When I stepped foot in grace, I knew that that's where I needed to be. And um, from that day on that I gave my life to him, um, and everybody said, get a life verse. So I picked a life verse, and it's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I'm a control person. So when they, I hear, I can do all, in my mind, it was, I can do all of anything. Whether it was God-given or whether it was self-given, and I went with that. And for many years, I went with that. And I didn't understand at that time about the Holy Spirit relying on Him. Um, I just knew that, that I was going to do His work. And both of my adult children came to know the Lord. Um, and I prayed for many, many years for Leonard to come to the Lord. And after about eight, nine years, I got activated, and I just said, Lord, I pray anymore. I'm done with it. The man comes when we have a meal. <laughs> but he, he just went on. And this, this was my prayer to him. You know, I'm just not praying for him anymore. And, um, and my life was pretty rough in that couple of years. And then I got called to come to Guatemala, go to Guatemala on my first missions trip. And I thought, I'm going to go down there, I'm going to feed people, I'm going to put shoes on them, and, you know, I'm in control. I can do all this. The first service we had was in a small church. Interpreter interpreted the preacher there, and he preached in joy. And um, God just convicted me, touched my heart, got me right there. And... Um, you know, told me that you can't do that. Yeah. You know, I've sent you, you have to, to keep praying and he'll come home. It's my time, not yours. And then when Pastor Lord got up to preach, his message was on joy also. And that was not planned. And um, that 10 days of that trip, God worked on me. And I realized that when we come out of that service, people said, wow, you couldn't even understand their language when they sang things in Spanish, but the Holy Spirit was there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you could feel it. And, um, so then I came home, and um, I couldn't speak for a couple weeks to learn. And he kept on saying, what's wrong, Dad? What's wrong? Well, when I figure out what's wrong, I'll let you know what's wrong. And, you know, he says, are you going to divorce me? <laughs> and a lot of things went through his head, and, and I just could not talk to him about the experience I had. And God was still taking care of me on it. 
And um, so finally, God told me to be bold. You've got to tell him. So then I told him, I said, well, Leonard, I said, I know now what God wants me to tell you. I have put praying for you, but now I know after Guatemala that I have to tell you that when I die, when we die, I'm going to one place and you're going to another. And I'll be in heaven and you're going to be in hell. And I said, and I cannot control that, I cannot stop that. But that's what I have to tell you, and that's what the Lord has told me. And so we just, he said, okay, you know, he just kind of, our homecoming came up, we didn't speak any more of it. Homecoming came up a few weeks later, and um, Leonard gave his life to the Lord. And that's just how God works when we're about his business and working for him. And that taught me then about control. It taught me about um, the Holy Spirit being with me and guiding me. All I need to do is lean on Him. And everything went great for years. And we, I had my trials, like all of us do. And then in 2018, I was diagnosed with cancer. And when I went in to have some tests done, um, the doctor told me, he said, I'm almost sure that that's what you have. And I said, okay. And I said, well, what do we do now? And he said, I want to do some further tests. Sends me into the office, and there's a couple of young ladies there. And um, I told them that I'm supposed to have more tests and, and stuff, that he thinks there, there's cancer there. And um, I said, no, I'm not worried about it. I said, I kind of, God's told me that there would be cancer there. I knew that when I went in. And um, I said, but I'm, I'm not afraid about it. And the one girl turned and looked out the window, and the other girl was on the computer, and she was putting times down and stuff. And um, the girl turned around, and she was crying. And she said, we've never had anybody come in here and say that that God knew it, that they knew it, and God had it in control and everything. And she says, it's just, I can't believe that in the situation you're in, you have that strong faith. And, and it started then with an opportunity that this trial that I was going down would turn to a blessing. And he's led me on through that. He's brought me through the cancer. He's right there next to me. And, um, and I will say one other thing, when, after I had my surgery, I, was, I had my arm sling for a month and then I couldn't raise my right arm for a long time. And I really wanted to praise God, my right arm. And I talked to my physical therapist about it, it wasn't a Christian, and I told her, I said, I got to be able to raise my right arm. I said, I can't get it up past my head. And I said, I got to get it up here. Huh? And she said, well, we're going to work on that. And, I, and it was an opportunity for me to talk to her about it. And I seen her a couple weeks ago, I was up to this, I seen her. And um, she commented that it had been so long since she'd seen me. And she, she, she talked about different conversations we had that I didn't remember, but she remembered they were still in her heart that she remembered. So that's my testimony that God has been there. He has brought me through so much. He has brought my family through so much. And then I know that 
I have that Holy, His Holy Spirit in me that I can lean on and I'm never alone. And the path I go down, He's right there next to me, carrying me. Amen. So, thank you all for Hallelujah. Amen. It will be healing. Hallelujah. Amen. 